Y89. It's Gabe and Sophie, and we are here today with Deborah Heitner. Deborah Heitner is the author of ScreenWise, Helping Kids Thrive and Survive in Their Digital World and founder of Raising Digital Natives. She has a PhD in Media and Technology and Society from Northwestern University and has taught at DePaul and Northwestern. Ms. Heitner works with schools and communities across the country to help parents and their children in the tech world of today. Hi, Deborah. how are you doing today? I'm great, for the most part. You know, just every, I feel like we all have to qualify that during the pandemic, right? Everybody's, you know, like, I'm, I'm pandemic good. All right, that sounds great. Well, we'll start off with the first question. So what inspired you to pursue a career in technology? Well, I have been a researcher about the ways kids and adults use tech for a long time. I actually wrote about Sesame Street, and I wrote about the history of Black public affairs television. And then I went back to my interest in kids and TV when I became a parent and also when I was teaching college students, because a lot of my 18 to 22-year-old college students Uh, were finding that their younger siblings were using what was then the beginnings of social media when I started teaching college. So like early, the early years of like MySpace and Friendster and, you know, social apps that are all all but forgotten because we we have a quick appetite for social apps and things come and go. And then my students were using the early days of Facebook. And anyway, it was, it was really eye-opening for me. And I got really interested in researching the ways kids use tech and also following the way parents really panic about the ways kids use tech. And then when I became a parent in 2009, uh, a lot of my friends had a lot of questions about, you know, should we be sharing pictures of our kids on social media? And then as kids get older, should we be letting them use tablets and watch TV and do other things, you know, look at YouTube, um, do search. And so as I started researching my book, ScreenWise, I realized, you know, parents really need a lot of reassurance and a lot of help. And um, so I started, I started re- doing more research and eventually wrote ScreenWise and um, my curriculum, Connecting Wisely, as well. Hi, Deborah. It's Gabe Gosman here. So there are a lot of dangers on the Internet these days for teenagers and really all people. So cyberbullying, fake news, distractions, there's a lot of them. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your advice on how to avoid those obvious um, dangers that are presented on the Internet today? Yeah, I mean, I tend to focus more on how we can use technology positively versus trying to catch kids doing the wrong things because so, so much of what we can do with tech is positive. I mean, as, as much as remote school isn't most people's first choice, it's certainly better than if we didn't have the Internet and they sent you all home with a packet of paper, for example, and you had no way to easily contact your teachers. So I think we should actually be focusing on the positive ways that young people are using the Internet. I, I'm right there in the Seattle area, I believe there's... Um, a teenager who started a really wonderful, you know, COVID data set that he's been sharing online. There are young people organizing to stop climate change using social media and the web. So I, I think there's a lot of positive uses. Of course, there are negative experiences you can have. And I think part of that is because sometimes people get a little disinhibited when they're on a keyboard or behind a screen. And so one of the most important things to remember when you're connecting with others online, whether you're sharing a blog post or comment on someone's social media or or even just texting is just remember there's another human or a bunch of humans on the other end. And so we're always communicating with human beings and we have to remember that they have feelings. (laughs) So a huge piece of being successful with technology is just having empathy for the people we're connecting with there. Right. And that's really interesting that you brought up um, that student who uh, made the website and he actually attends our school, Mercer Island High School. So that's really cool. 
Um, another question, uh, in your opinion, would you say that the negatives outweigh the positives of social media specifically? I think that's a really tough call because I think for some people, the negatives might outweigh the positives, but I think on the whole, the opportunity to use social media, that is a really tough question, actually, because when we look at the way social media might affect us politically and the way um, the what Ellie Pariser calls the... Um, uh, what is it, the, um, not the participation gap, but the, um, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so fried right now. <laughs> I've had a really long day of forgetting no the worries. name of the term, but basically the perception gap between what, what, you know, if, if sort of the red news, blue news problem, like if you have certain political views and you turn on the news, you get things that, that just reinscribe your perspective that you already have and you don't get things that will challenge you. And so people are actually seeing very different news and that's, super important to understand and um, and to work against as much as possible. We want to be challenging ourselves, whether we're reading news that comes even from another country. I always try to look at a little bit of, uh, and my language skills aren't great for this, but I try to look at a little bit of news from other places. So obviously now during the pandemic, teenagers are on, uh, so, are on social media and, and are on technology more um, than ever. What can you tell us about um, how screens uh, affect teenagers' anxiety, mental health, um, and just in general, how technology affects teenagers uh, today? Yeah, again, a lot of teenagers right now, the, their phones and their texting and their social media and gaming can be a lifeline to their friends. So I would say that it can be really positive and, again, certainly better for most kids than just being isolated completely and not being able to contact friends safely at all. On the other hand, when kids get obsessed with their likes or when they're experiencing negative feedback or when the information they're getting from social media is distressing to them or giving them, you know, negative messages about body image or their gender identity or their racial identity or their sexual orientation or something like that, that's very negative. So what we want is to find, I would look more at the people you're connecting with and are they positive people? If you're following celebrities, are they giving you positive messages and inspiration or are they making you feel bad? So much of our experience with social media depends on who we're following and who we're connecting to, uh, even more than even the specific apps. There are certainly some apps that may tend more toward positivity or negativity, but it's, it also really depends on the algorithm. You can have a terrible experience on something like TikTok, or you can be a dancer and just be like motivated and inspired by other dancers on TikTok and be like, this is the funnest thing ever. Um, a big issue for, for teens and mental health is sleep, and so a uh, huge thing that parents can do is help kids remember to put it away at night and for teens, you know, really just take it out of your room or put it on airplane mode. Don't think, oh, I just need this for my music. You can get some other device that will play music that won't text you or ping you. Um, and if you can afford a smartphone plan, you can probably afford a, a cheap alarm clock that will just play you some music in the morning or even just play the radio station, which, you know, you guys are lucky to be radio makers. And so, you know, there's some awesome local radio you could be listening to. You don't need to have the whole internet necessarily to go to sleep to every night. Um, I think a lot of us, even adults, struggle to, to disconnect. And um, especially during this pandemic, we need our sleep for our physical and mental health. Right. I myself really struggle with putting my phone away sometimes. So that's important. What other info really quick can you give us about our listeners and the digital world? Well, I'm really excited to speak with parents and, and adults who are supporting kids tonight. And a big message I have for adults is it's really not about, 
you know, catching kids doing the wrong thing, but really mentoring and inspiring them to do the right thing. And sometimes that can even be learning from kids who are doing really cool things. So if you, you know, want to learn more about social media, have your kids show you and always be that adult that kids can trust if they are having a problem or a situation where they do need adult support. We want to be there for them um, because there are situations that kids might run into where a, a trusted adult is really important. So I think it's, it's crucial to... Uh, be in our kids' lives to mentor them about their digital world and to be supportive of them and also, you know, have empathy because social media can be stressful. Um, and, you know, the conflicts that can come up online and all of that can be stressful. But our kids are, in general, doing a really good job of dealing with those things and, and being connected to their friends. Um, the, the other advice I would give to teens is, um, and especially younger kids, like middle school kids who might be listening, is this is not a time to, like, you know, dump your friends who's texting you too much because they're lonely during the pandemic. Um, as much as possible, we want to give other people grace and be nice. You can certainly set a boundary and say, you know what, this is a little too much or I need to focus on work. But try to be, you know, have grace with friends right now because this is a really tough time and I, we don't want to see anyone left out in the cold. Right. I completely agree. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Deborah. We hope that you have a lot of audience for tonight for your virtual presentation. If you all would like to tune in, it's at 7 p.m. You can find more info on MI Parent Edge. Thanks again for joining us, and thank you so much for all that great information. We hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. It was really fun being on your show, and I'd love to talk again in the future. Take care. You too.